Welcome back in Guardians Don't Mess It Up. I am your host, Brent, joined once again by my father, Tim. Hello. We're coming to you from Teal Panda Studios in rainy central New York, and we are trying to play catch up as much as we can. We're doing our best out here, folks. Uh, on today's show, we're going to give you a breakdown of the month of May. Who's hot and who's not? Mostly not. <laughs> we are mostly not hot. Let's, yeah. And uh, what we have to look forward to in the coming weeks. We missed enough time, so let's get right to it. through may limping limping a lot of limping we, we got shot in the legs somewhere along the lines that's <laughs> around around may 3rd Some, may 3rd or 4th I th- maybe someone just stole all of our bats and we forgot how to hit yeah not we, sure we got mugged and we still haven't recovered yeah but uh yeah so gosh we're gonna hit you with a little uh rundown of of what's been going wrong here um in may the Guardians are eight and eight, which how I have no idea. I don't if, know how we won eight games. I, I'd be honest with you. I was honest. Honestly, we've been so busy lately, and and I've seen games here and there, kind of sporadically. You know, a few innings here, a few innings there. Um, I was surprised to see that we're still eight and eight for the month of May. Yeah, because when you look at the. But to be fair, we've had three postponements, so we probably oh, wouldn't true. be. 500 <laughs> yeah it's, it, i think it, i think it's a mix of a lot of things so the weather has been ridiculous I mean, right it seemed like we weren't playing there for a whole entire week there's there's so then much the covid hits yeah, the coaching COVID, staff oh it's just a so it's just been a tr- one yeah we've had some players out with covid it's just been a train wreck here in this month so we're lacking consistency this may uh we've got young guys that are starting to hit a wall which yep. is completely understandable. Yeah. Because you you have a breakout first month, you come into your second month, guys start making adjustments. I take you speaking of Quan. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not sugarcoat it, man. Listen. Yes. We all know we all know how talented Quan is. Um I love you, Steven. Everyone knew <laughs> <laughs> the eggs were a lie, Steven. Steven. Uh, we all knew. We all knew that. We all know Quan's a special player. He has no ego powers right now. But we all know that he is being pitched differently now. Right. And he has to make an adjustment now. Now he had this is part of being a major leaguer. It's 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 one thing in AAA, pitchers are working on their pitches. They don't they're not trying to get you out with certain pitch. They're not pitching right. to your weaknesses. They are trying to get you. They're pitching they're, to their strengths. Right. Yeah. So if you can hit certain pitches, you're going to be okay in AAA no matter what. Now he's up in the big leagues, and we know he's a great hitter. We know he can. Now it's and, can he and make the adjustment? He is going to be fine. Yes. 
Just let's just say that now he's going to be fine. Yeah, hang, Stephen Kwan is a good hitter. He's going to be a good hitter. Yeah, hang in there. He's going to be a special hitter, and he will he'll be figure fine. this out. He'll figure this out. I don't like dropping him to the eight hole, and we talked about that earlier. It's <laughs> so true. Um, but but I got to tell you, he got a hit today. Um, it, it wasn't a, it was it, and, no, and, and he it, smoked one too. He smoked he another one he that, that he was got out on, but. It, it was, you know, at least it feels like he's kind of turning a corner with how they're pitching him. He's yeah. starting to figure out. And I think well, we're, we're, what we've seen. So so in April, obviously, no one knows how to pitch Stephen Kwan. No one has seen him before. Guys, right. most guys have never even heard of him before. Yep. OK, he's hitting everything. Half of you fans out there have never heard of Stephen Kwan. We before did. April we knew 1st. Who he was. Right. Because we watch the right. minor leagues all the time. Yeah. But half the fan, half the Guardian fans out there didn't know who's doing And that's Kwan just was. the truth. Yep. So this guy comes up and he's tearing it up. He's hitting everything that's in the zone and he's taking everything that's out of the Suddenly zone. Suddenly there's an article out Some about how Stephen Kwan's going to revolutionize him. Yeah. Hitting. Yes. It, which is completely ridiculous. So we love Stephen Kwan. We know he's going to be a great player. Yeah. He's going to be a special hitter. But when we talk about. Oh, Stephen Kwan, as good as Mike Trout. Like, that's just sad no, people. No, no. Listen, that's, what Stephen <laughs> Kwan is, Stephen Kwan's a guy who could religiously hit 300. Right. Every year, it's like, put it in the books before the season starts. Stephen Kwan can hit 300. All right. A great guy to compare him to. Luis Arias with Minnesota. Yeah, we, we see him 19 times a year. Yeah, man, that that he is just going to be a, Arias. a tough out. Always getting on base. Always a, a threat to score runs. Yeah. you know he's going to be a great top of the order kind of hitter. Yep. and he'll set the table for for Jose for years to come. But he's still a rookie. He hasn't been through this before. Where pitchers, they found some weaknesses. All right. They found some pitches right. that he either didn't like, wasn't swinging at, that were called strikes, or when he swung at them, he missed. And trust me, Major League Baseball is data driven. Yep. <laughs> it is one those guys. You can watch them getting in the dugout, getting on the iPads. They know exactly what is happening yep. and what you can hit and what you can't hit. And when you're running into pitchers now that are just now coming into you you finally have enough Man. data on you. Yeah, you've you've played thirty plus days, That's and right. now you're hitting your second month in Major League Baseball. And these guys are, have seen now. Let me just preface by saying again, love Stephen Kwan. Yep, but these guys have seen you before. That's right. You've never seen pitching like this. Yes. They have seen hitters like you. All They know where your weaknesses are now, and they just – all pitchers have to do now is go hit those spots. Right. And so if they seen, do, if they do, you're seeing now Stephen Kwan struggling. Right. Because pitchers are pounding those areas that he struggles to hit, and they're getting called strikes right. a little bit on him. I mean, you know, again, rookies getting called out, getting strung, rung up with uh, an inch off the plate. Not uncommon. No, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So now you got to deal with it, right? right. You got to make your adjustment. And yes, you know, it, I'm sure a little bit of it is, oh, this kid's hype. I want to bring him down a little bit. I'm sure that's that's part of it. Sure. You know, you, but at the end of the day, he's got to make adjustments. The, yeah. We saw today in his first at bat, I think it was. Man, was it his first or second at bat? I think it was the second at bat. So it, 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 I can't remember. But in one of his first two at-bats, we saw he 
was swinging at pitches three, three, four inches off the out yeah, of the zone, play, which off is, the plate, which, outside, which is uncharacteristic of him. You he's, did not see that from him the entire month of April. Yeah, he's a ball that he, he's a guy. Ball got to be in the strike zone before I'm even moving. So, so what that tells me is the umpires are starting to call that pitch. So he's starting to see it more consistently. Umpires yep. are starting to call that pitch. So he, and, he is making the adjustment now, yep. and he's trying to expand his zone. And he put a base hit in the left field. He put a base hit. In, yep. So it wasn't that, pretty. That ball but, was that ball was four inches off the plate. And yeah. He put a base hit. So you know he can do it. Right. So it, he's got to start proving to pitchers that even if you try that, I can poke one out a base in the left hit. Field. So it, he is that kind of hitter too. Yep. He, he'll, yep. he'll be fine. He'll be fine. So he is the least of our worries. He's struggling right now, but he's still kind of getting on base. I mean, he's 290 on base for his struggles right now. Oh, yeah, with how bad he's been hitting. Right. Yeah, that's real. That's not So bad. he is, for the, for the month of May, Stephen Kwan is hitting 186, but he's 290 yeah. on base. Um, yeah, to put it in perspective, folks. He's got eight walks. He's scored nine runs and driven in six, guys. Yeah. That's production, even when you're not hitting. Well, I mean, I, it, it's... It it's doing what you can right when you're he, struggling, and, and that's that's, and that's the kind of player. He is. That's the sign of a great hitter. Yeah, he's going to so be he, okay. He is he is producing more than most of our lineup, and he's still not hitting. Yeah, and the, and the just to put it in perspective, in his last seven games or last fifteen games, he's hitting one ninety three. His last seven, he's hitting one twenty five. Yeah, so it's really so only it's been the last couple dropping. Of weeks. Yes, he's still struggling, struggling. Yeah. So, and to get a hit today was a big deal, especially on an outside pitch, something he had struggled with. He had, he's been taking those pitches for strikes, and or striking out on them, those change ups and stuff away. Yeah. So for him yeah, to drop I, one to the left field was good. I noticed. So splitters, change ups, uh, two seams that run away. Yeah, if they're throwing him down and away in the zone, yep. he struggles with those. Man, yeah, he has. He he's been popping them up to third base, and the, and That's, pitchers are going to keep driving balls there yeah. until he. And listen, one hit isn't going to stop it. No, they're going to keep going there until he's hitting three hundred on that location, and right. then they're going to go away from it. Yep. Then they're going to say, "Okay, we can't pitch him there anymore." So he's got adjustments to make. All great hitters have to go through it. All great hitters have to do it. Um, I will t- just to put again. To put this in perspective, all right, Stephen Kwan's a rookie. It's his first year ever. He made the this, roster and his, he's starting. These, he is in his second month of Major League Baseball yes. ever. I'll put and, and listen. To put it in perspective, Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds, his rookie year. For hit. those of you who don't know, Barry Bonds is the greatest hitter of all time. Yeah, Barry Bonds. Argue his rookie with a year. Barry Bonds, his rookie year. All right. Became one of the greatest players to ever play the game. Barry Bonds, his rookie year, hit 242. So there it is. <laughs> there it is. Became the most dangerous hitter in baseball. His rookie year, he was 240. He had to make adjustments. You got to make adjustments. That's, that's adjustments. the name of the game. And that wasn't even a data driven era. Right. That was just coaches realizing, hey, he can't hit this. Let's keep throwing there. Yep. So now in the data driven era, you really got to make it. So Quan's going to make adjustments, going to make them early. He's still hitting 267. You know, so I, I, to be honest with you, in our lineup, two sixty seven is a pretty good, pretty good hitter right now. Right now, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, so moving on from Quan, because he's fine. And there, there have been so many overreactions that I've seen online. That uh, personally, I think that Tito overreacted by dropping him down in the order. I, I, 
I don't mind dropping a guy down in the order, but specifically a guy like Stephen Kwan, who probably just needs more at bats, not less. I, I okay, listen, I. That's my problem with it is he's going to get less at bats now. I get it, but uh, overreaction. I, I don't know. So so like, here's what I here's here's what I will accuse Tito of. Okay. Overreaction. I don't know. I think Tito's a slow mover. All right. I think Tito is a very patient, gonna wait and see how you do kind of guy. So Stephen Kwan has been mm. falling for weeks now. And he didn't move him. All right. And then finally, three weeks in, he said, Okay, Steven, let's let you sit for a game. We're going to move Rosario back up to. And the other thing I'll accuse him of being is over loyal to guys that he has seen make adjustments before. I okay. Mean, so to put, I. Rosario, to put it in perspective, I feel as though Tito drives Ahmed Rosario home at night, tucks that, him no, in bed, no, makes no, him a nice warm no. cup of milk. Listen, Rosario proved last year that because he went through ups and downs but had a really strong season, made adjustments to the way they were pitching him, and had, and had a successful season, all right? And Tito probably believes that it's more likely that Rosario's going to get back on track quicker than Ooh. Stephen Kwan. And because he's, he's done having it before. a really good May. But because, and that's right, because he's done it before. So I don't disagree with the move per se, except for the fact that we love Stephen Kwan and Stephen Kwan is our number one, number two hitter in this, on this team. He, I just, he clearly my, is going to be that guy. My issue is Stephen Kwan is going to be here in five years. Ahmed Rosario is not, but we'll see. You know what I mean? We'll like see. that's, that's where I'm at with we'll it. We'll see. We'll see. We don't know where that's Ahmed how I Rosario feel. is going, but we'll see well, what kind of money he draws. Let's talk about places. Rosario real yep. quick. So he is having a very good May. Yep. He is hitting 289, which yeah. was that's very close that's to what him. he hit last year. That's who year. he is. That's right. He's right. A, he's a 280, 290 guy. It, it, when he's playing well, that's who he is. Right. Yeah. He is 339 on base for the month of May. That, and that's for, phenomenal. Again, but but that's great for him. But the problem is, and I keep saying this, Ahmed Rosario is a contact guy who just doesn't get on base enough. And when he does, He's not walking at all. But our he whole swings team, at everything. But ninety percent of our team's contact guys. It's just it blows me That's away. Ninety percent of our team. It blows me away. So he's he's three thirty nine on base, but he's he's doing that on four walks yeah. for the month of May. But what I hate about our team, he's not it, seeing any pitches still, which which tells me that at some point he's just going to dip right back down. I'll accuse Tito of this. I'll tell you right now. That being said, what you said is right. And ninety percent of our team is contact hitters. Yeah. They are contact kind of guys. They're right. not big power guys. Jose, Fran Mill, Naylor, those are the only real big sluggers we got. Yeah. Okay. So that being said, we're a small ball kind of team. Yeah, so why don't we bunt? Ball. Who doesn't lay down a bunt when you got a bunch of guys who are contact hitters and are, could hit ground ball double plays, which we do a lot. So I, what I don't understand is why aren't we laying down more bunts and moving runners up? Don't. And hoping that I we get a know. base hit to drive I, them in because we're not going to see doubles off the wall and home runs. I am. So if you get a guy at first, second base, he's got a chance to score on a single, which our guys are really good at doing singles. I'm They're good caught, at that. 
I am caught somewhere between baseball purist and I just want to see a home run every other pitch. That's that's no. where that's where I lie. You're watching my generation, the wrong team if you want to see a home no, run. No, I'm, I'm just saying in general. My my generation of of everyday baseball fans, right? Yeah, guys that love baseball like me that are that are around my age. But we're not built for that. I I I I hate small ball. But when you're built for small this ball, team, you play right. small ball. You got to build you, your team. Listen, if that was the goal coming in, it, it and and you can't tell me it wasn't. If you're going to bring up Stephen Kwan and not right. Oscar Gonzalez, right? I mean, that's that's what we're looking at here. You got Straw, you got Jimenez, right? You got Kwan, who you actually got, Jimenez is putting up really good power. You got Rosario. You got all these guys in your lineup that are. Small ball guys, contact guys. Good on the bases. So why don't Jose you, is the best base runner in baseball. So use it. So use that. I mean, let's let's play like we're built. I mean, we're, yeah, it, it's it's bizarre. It's, it really is bizarre. especially when we're struggling. Really especially when a lot of our guys are struggling to hit. It, I mean, it does bother me when you you find a, if you find yourself in a situation where you have Ahmed Rosario at the plate with late in the game. Yeah. Runners on first and second, and yeah. he's swinging away. I, no. I don't understand that. I really don't understand. That. No, he comes up with a hit every once in a while. Nice little Jose's up next. Loop. Jose's up next. He's couldn't hit a fly ball. I mean, right? Why would you not run. move the guys up? Makes it no does. sense to me. I don't know. Or, I don't or, know. or Jimenez gets on, and Austin Hedges comes up with nobody out. What? Are, what? What? At what point do you think Austin Hedges is going to hit the game-winning two-run home run? It, no, it's the not odds not of that happening happen. are very small. But if he puts Jimenez on second base with the top of our order yeah, the coming top up, the, order are the guys that are who can hit a base hit, they can the sneak a base hit through. We probably score Jimenez, who got speed. It doesn't make sense to me not to play that way. I think we need. I think we need to flip that a little bit. But it's no secret, though. It's no secret why. We are we we did not have a successful month. I mean, it really isn't. I mean, when you look at the splits of these guys, their last seven, last fifteen games. All right, even okay, Jimenez is hitting three hundred one still. I mean, he's still having a great season. All right, but listen, last fifteen games hitting two sixty eight. Last seven one fifty four. I yeah. mean, struggling now. Now I will say this though: his if 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 for Jimenez specifically. Um, his month of May is 283 with an 800 OPS. I mean, I I'll take that all day. I I, I get it, but you listen, know, even, last even seven, if he's even if he's coming down, yeah. I I mean, last 15, last seven, drop, drop. I mean, it's not like they're again. They're starting to realize this is a guy we got to get out. We got to right. pitch him different. They're doing it and it's working. Yeah, and he's still, but he's still being productive. He's accounted for 17 runs yep. this month. Yep. So and we've already gone through Stephen Kwan's. Yeah. Yep. But and now let's look at at Miller. So Owen Miller, who's probably been our most consistent hitter all season, he is having a horrible month but, that no one's talking about. So listen that. to this: he's hitting, he's still hitting two ninety four for the season. He's almost at three hundred. He's hitting two ninety four for the season. But last fifteen, two forty two. Last seven, one seventy nine. And he's been our most. He's been our best hitter probably for the season. Yeah. And he's only hitting one seventy nine. Like, so everyone is failing in their last seven games. Right. I mean, so our, our whole team is struggling the, in their last seven. The the doubles machine that is Owen Miller so far in the month of May has a five seventy one OPS. But the number that I keep coming back to for this team's especially, and we just talked about. It. He has zero walks in the month of May. Yeah. 
He, he's hitting 182 and, with zero walks in the month of May. So he's so, not even getting on base. Yeah, and so what this is telling me is watching their averages, watching everyone's averages for the last 15, last seven games. They're pressing a little bit. They are pressing a lot. Jose, let's look at Jose. For the season, hitting 283. And Jose, he's usually around 280, 290. Yeah, he's right yeah. in there all the time. Yeah. He's always in there because he slugs it like crazy. He hits a bunch of doubles, home runs. All right. So Jose, in his last 15, 196. Oof. Yeah. In his but last he's, seven, he's hitting 222. So a little bit better. Him and, him and Jimenez, I can excuse them because they're driving in runs. I, I, and, I agree. and Jose's taking 11 walks. No, 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 no. I, I'm not saying, but I'm just telling you, uh, our hitting at the plate has been bad. That's what I'm trying to oh, show no, yeah, you here. Yeah, the last 15 absolutely. games, we have just dropped off a ledge, and it's getting worse. Right. So, And then I go, and you look at Reyes, who started off the month looking like, uh-oh, maybe we'll get him back. But still, he's hitting 198. I think in his last, his last five, seven games, he's hitting like one. 42, something like that. I mean, it's yeah. he's not getting better. Straw. Straw's only hitting one, 246 now for the season. He's yeah. dropped way down his last seven. I think he's sitting at almost 200. So it's it, it's but, everybody. It's not, That's why we're losing. Yeah. It's everybody struggling. No one's putting the ball in play. Well, besides. One. Yes. There's well, one. technically. There's one guy. Two. There's one guy. Mr. Naylor. Mr. Naylor's still ripping it. I don't know. Listen, man. What, Naylor's hitting, what is he on? Naylor's hitting 351 for the season. And I know he's missed a few games, all right, from injuries. But his last 15, he's hitting 302. His last seven, 409. I mean, he's carrying us Josh through, Naylor, this, through this really bad stretch. Josh Naylor single handedly ripped the hearts out of every single player. Yeah. In Chicago for the White Sox, single-handedly, and then proceeded to get COVID, beat up COVID like 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 bar brawl, beat down COVID, toss it out the hotel window, yeah. and then he's back on the field and he hits another home run today. And, and I really do believe at this point they got to move him to the four spot. They really do. You got to think and about it. At then least. protect him with Owen Miller. And then Reyes and those guys, because to to be honest with you, I really do think you got to have one of your most dangerous hitters behind Jose. I mean, really, the the because, ball that he hit out. And I would even, th- you know, and to be honest with you, I, I got to tell you, I, I would have moved Owen Miller to the two before I would have moved Rosario. Probably. So. Probably. I agree with that. Um the ball that it, Naylor unless hit you're going to lead today. off unless unless because he's hot you lead off Rosario and then hit Owen Miller too. Wow, no, you can't. Straw, you can't move Straw because straw he's taken a, he's taken nine walks this month. But that's literally if if he didn't get to get a walk, he might not be on base. No, I yeah, I get that. He but really his, has hit a he's three oh three on base still for the month. Yeah, so he. he I mean, at least he's getting. On. He's a headsy player, and yeah. you, and you know he's going to he, work counts. He gives good at bats. He just is struggling to hit. The he ball know, right and now. he knows he is, yeah. and that's why he's taking more walks. That's right. why he's pushing counts. He knows he's struggling, and he's got to figure some things out. Right. Um. Yeah. So Josh Naylor, just just real quick, Josh Naylor has played, I think, eight games in the month of May. Awesome. Something like uh, yeah. so I I can't remember exactly what the number is, um, but obviously with COVID and whatever, 
Um, he's hitting 407, 1.26 OPS, which is ridiculous. 15 RBIs, three home runs. That This was before today's game. Yeah. Um, I mean... Yeah, you gotta you gotta make a move with Naylor. I think you gotta move him to four. You can't avoid it at no, this point. No, you can't. Listen, our pitchers, we we don't really have. So this year, you know, we had a lot of hopes for that starting pitching staff, but I think that they have not been as sharp as they were at the start of last season, and we're gonna give up runs. You know, it right. wasn't like last year. You know, it seemed like. We had a bunch of one and two run games that we lost. Yeah. This year we can score some runs, but now our pitchers are giving up three, four runs a game. So right. it, there's like this little switch that has flipped, and Somehow. we just need to use our team. I think it just comes down to we got to get in the groove of using our team to the best of their ability. And right now we're a small ball team. So I think. We have to lay down more bunts. We got to move over more runners. We have to give the league something different to look at because right. we're getting a steady dose of okay, we're going to feed you what you're not good at <laughs> at the plate. We're going to feed you pitches we know your team can't hit, and we we haven't made adjustments. So when we get a runner on with a walk, when a straw gets on with a walk, we should be moving him up to score. I, I'm sorry, taking the chance and hitting into double plays and doing a lot of kind of stuff. They are pitching to our weaknesses. Yeah. So let's change it up. Let's play small ball for, for two, three weeks, win a few ugly games, and then go back to whatever once everyone's rolling again. But right now, no one's rolling. So you need, no. to, and we I need think, to adjust. I think, we need to adjust as a team. And they're professional players. And I get, again, this is why I'll criticize Tito for being a slow mover. Because if you're looking at the dynamics of what's happening to us and these stats of what our team, how we're falling off, I would instantly move. I would have a dugout talk. I would have a, a locker room talk, and I would tell them all, here's how we're going to approach these ne- this next week of games. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to move right. runners over. We're going to steal some bases. We're going to butt runners to third. We're going to put pressure on the other team, try to score a few extra runs for our pitching staff, and see what happens. We're going to make – until everyone is starting to rip the ball again, this is how we're going to play. Well, so so to – coming into – this season, okay, you're looking at it was supposed to be, right, three, four, five, Jose Framil Naylor. They, that was supposed to be our power surge. Sure, right, that didn't happen. No, Fran Jose Mill Jose started hot. Framil can't touch a ball. No, Naylor has been off and on the field. Yep. Right. Um, so we're kind of starting to limp back to that. But I think the identity of this team, and, and I think that's where they messed up. So they they were so so centric on those three being our big boppers, right? That you kind of miss that our the 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 personality of our lineup is actually gritty, right? Gritty working at bats, blooping balls the other way, stealing bags, going first to third, legging out a double, like. That's the identity of our lineup. In reality, that's the identity of our of most of our lineup. So I don't know how they got away from that. I don't know why they got away from that. I don't know. I listen. But I I gotta tell you, you, you got to scratch and claw to score runs. You build a team. You build a team with a bunch of guys who are base hit, walk, 
run the base guys. And then you want to hit home runs. And and, and I understand. Everybody's swinging away. I don't. You, you have a handful of guys. Jose is an MVP caliber guy. He can do it all. Sure. Okay, he hit doubles, home runs, singles. He can take walks. He can do it all. He's the only guy in your lineup that's like that. All right. I, I, I Maybe Miller has a chance to become more like that. But right now, he he's he's a doubles guy, right? So if you go Jose Naylor Miller in that lineup in that order now, you I think you got to play a little smaller at the top and the bottom of the order. You yeah. got to you got to why not bunt runners over? Right? Why not? I don't I don't understand why you wouldn't do it. Yeah, I don't I know. understand why we, you wouldn't do it. We sound like we're beating a dead horse, but it's tough. So. When when we're finally scoring runs, right? Last year, I think we averaged like three point one runs a game. Yeah, but this I'll, year, this year, I think we're somewhere around four point six. Yeah, but we're also leaving runners on base a lot. But our, also, our starting pitching has struggled, sure, heavily struggled. So, and we're not used to that. Nope. You know, so for once, we're actually scoring some runs, but now our pitching staff's just not there. And I don't know what that's going to take to bounce back. I I don't claim to be a pitching expert, but I see I see patterns from Savale that I don't like. He's looking more and more, and, and I hate to say this because I really like both of these guys, but he's looking more and more like Josh Tomlin. You know, a guy, a guy who, a guy, a guy who you see once through the lineup. And you struggle second time through the lineup, eh, it might be a little better, but then you just I, I don't you know. can't I go think, three times through the lineup. I think Chevalier is dealing with injuries. I, I think I, it's hard to say. I don't I know. Think, he's dealing with something. And I, think, I, I Plesak is out of his mind. I don't know what he's doing. I think Bieber today Plesak, looks Plesak stronger. thinks Plesak thinks that he's a strikeout guy all of a sudden, when in reality he's a ground ball guy who is now become a fly ball guy. Well, I I again I. I think Plesak has always been a middle of the rotation guy. I think he has always given up home runs. Not not at this rate. I think that he has. I think they've all been affected by the short start. I put it this way: Bieber went over 100 pitches today. Looked better in his final 40 pitches than right. he did in his first 40. I right. can tell you that. Yeah, he was he was somewhere around like. 14 balls, 14 strikes yeah. to start out the game. And, and I think was, they all need to make rough. adjustments to what they do best, back to what they do best. I think they've all tried to add some new stuff this year. I think they've all tried to give hitters new looks this yeah. year. And some of it hasn't the worked one, out. The one for me that gets a pass, who has looked good uh, you know, off and on, Tristan McKenzie. But he's a streaky guy, and we knew that coming into this sure. season. He always has been. I, I, I don't think I don't want to say that he always will be, but if he is, then that's what he is. You know, we knew that already. We we needed consistency from Savali. We needed consistency from Bieber, at least at the yeah. very least. And, and we're definitely still struggling the bullpen. I mean, we're still we're still struggling All, with. Well, I think we're struggling with our bullpen decisions. To be completely honest with you. Well, either way, but our bullpen's giving up runs. I mean, and, and and really, we've been historically for quite a few years. Once you got to our bullpen, the game was over. Right. You know, and now. It's it's a lot different now. Yeah. I mean, once you get to our bullpen now, it's the game's not over, and teams can see that. I mean, it's like, it, you know, when you get into it, when you get into well, a when game, you're not, when you're all of a sudden not afraid of Cy Young winner Shane Bieber. Yeah, when you get into a game though, where you get into the re, into the bullpen, and you can smell blood in the water. Yeah, 
I mean, it's that's a good thing for for a team at the plate. It's a recipe for blown games, that's, and we and we've had plenty of them. We've had plenty of them. So yeah. it's kind of and and now we're either you know we blow teams out or we lose. Yeah, you know. Yeah, if it's a close game, we're probably going to lose at that's, that point. And that and we don't. And that's a bad habit that's, to get into. It's definitely. I mean, we're we're about to hit June. We're we're a week away from June. And now I will tell you this though. That being said, all that being said. When you look at the how these averages have dropped off, if our hitting if our hitting if we can if our hitters can make adjustments here, okay, and get out of this free fall that we're in offensively, I I will tell you, we could really make some moves fast because we could go on on some five, six, eight game win streaks here because we have the ability offensively to do it. I just think that when we're struggling like this, this is my criticism. Again, this is I'll go beat the dead horse. This is my criticism of Tito. When we're struggling like this, we should be playing some small ball. If everyone was ripping it, if everyone's hitting over 300 and they're just ripping the ball, then why bunt? I mean, odds are some someone's coming up to hit a double, right, yeah. you know. But but when we're struggling like this and we're in a free fall like this, I think you got to switch something up. You got you, know, you got to make I, you got to change the style of play you're playing at some point. I understand that we're in May. We're not going to win a World Series in May. Nope. Right. But you still have to win some games. You got to make the playoffs to win. I mean, the World we're, we're <laughs> so staying. Let's, let's at least make an attempt right. to win some games again in the playoffs. We're sticking around 500 right now. But realistically, if we're playing to our strengths, we're better than a 500 team. Yeah. I. Yeah. You're right. I mean, we we're better than a 500 team. Yeah. We're a good hit. We're a good team. And we just need some of these guys to get it turned around. And I think we need to change our style play a little bit. And we really do need to just focus on doing what you can to win ugly games for a little while. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. So a couple of things that I want to see happen, just real quick. Um, I, I have to point out, Oscar Mercado is still on the roster. Uh, it kind of bothers me because Richie Palacios <laughs> keeps getting sent back down. And I understand there's a service time, whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever. I don't, he's not coming until I, I don't care. Whatever I don't care about time. service time, whatever. The point is Oscar Mercado in the month of May is hitting 217 on very limited at bats. Sure. Like he's not even seeing the field, really. Actually, um, in the month of May, that's one of our better hitters. <laughs> well, yeah, 217, one walk. I think he's got 26 at bats or something like that. Uh, six seventeen OPS. I mean, he's just not doing anything at this point, well, right? And he's and he's but, really he, he he only saw the field because Naylor got COVID. The problem with Oscar Mercado, though, is let's face it, it's not what he's done in the month of May. The problem with yeah. Oscar Mercado is what he's done over the long right. haul, over the right. period of the last few. But years. But as a as a matter as a matter of comparison, Richie Palacios has had almost identical number of at bats in the month of May and hit two thirty one. Uh, take it for what it is. If you don't like batting average, whatever. I, it is what it is. But the point is, that's more than what Oscar Mercado did. He has more hits in the month of May than Oscar Mercado. And, I, and that's again, veteran versus... That's veteran versus... Rook, guy, rook, rook, rookie. Right. Like, <laughs> like real, real rookie. Brand new yeah. rookie. Um, and I'm just going to throw this out there. Oscar Gonzalez, five home runs, 20 RBIs, month of May. <laughs> um, 790 OPS. Poor Oscar. Wait, we're, wait. we're not going to let it go until they bring But him he's up. only hitting 287 this month. So he's struggling. And you know why he's struggling? 
You know why? Go ahead. Explain it to us. My best explanation for why Oscar Gonzalez has struggled over the last week or so is because he's depressed. (laughs) He's sitting at home going. That's true. He's sitting at home going, oh, man. I, I don't believe that's true. I don't think they like me. I don't think that's true. He's saying, he's saying, they're never going to bring me up. They have Oscar Mercado up there. I'm better than Oscar Mercado. You know that's what he's saying right now. <laughs> wow. You know that's what he's saying wow. right now. Wow. He, if right, he listen. doesn't go home, if Oscar Gonzalez doesn't go home and say, hey, I am better than half that team. Listen, I'm with you. I'm a believer in Gonzalez. I think he is. I don't going think he's like Babe player. Ruth. I don't think he's Bryce Harper. But I will say this: I think he could help the team win. I am going to reserve judgment I on won't. Oscar Mercado. Listen, I'm just going to remind you. I'm going to remind you. Let's go I'm back a year ago. Oscar Mercado. Let's go back a year ago. Okay, we all said it. A bunch of times, Owen Miller's a special hitter. He is going to be a special hitter. He came up three times last year and couldn't touch a baseball. We sure. were like, what is happening? And now he's, yes, you he's have to guy, send him right? back down. We said it. Yeah. Send him back down. Yeah, he's not He's not right. doing any good. Well, you know what? Now he's up and he's proven us wrong. Well, not wrong. He's proven us right. All right, because he is a great hitter. He's, he's playing great. All right, except for, you know, these last few weeks. But... We don't know. Let's reserve judgment on AAA hitting Oscar Gonzalez versus professional big league hitting Oscar Gonzalez. So this is reserve judgment a little bit until he comes up and gets 100 at-bats under okay. his belt. You, know. you want me to say it? Because I'll say it. <laughs> I'm sure you will. <laughs> Send Oscar Mercado to Australia. Australia. Yep, he would be a superstar We're there. halfway around the world. He'd be a superstar in the Australian Baseball League. Wow. Matter of fact, matter of fact, let me think. I think Oscar Gonzalez would play really well in Taiwan. Or I'm sorry, Oscar Mercado. I think he I think he play really well in Taiwan. <sighs> I think he would hit at least 250. I don't know. He may struggle. No. <laughs> he would probably struggle. They throw a lot of off speed, he would probably struggle. But it, yeah, I I mean I I agree. I Brutal. think Gonzalez should get a shot, especially considering how how you know Really, Oscar has has had plenty of plenty of opportunities over and over again. Yeah, so it's time. Anyway, so <laughs> thank you guys for listening to us ramble. <laughs> um, and it's not all doom and gloom. No, we're going to turn good. this around. Sure. These guys, yeah. just look at the numbers. Look yeah. what our guys are capable of. And I understand they're going through as a team. We're struggling, but when we, these guys start to pick it up suck, again, we kind of don't suck either. So. When these guys pick it up again, look out, man! Don't let don't let Brent's negativity get you down, Guardians yeah. fans. Yeah. These guys are going to turn it around. It's a great and listen. These aren't these are good guys. Like it's a great group of guys. Love this team. They have Love a it. really good personality. Really, you ever hear someone say that? Really? You know what that means? Really, unbelievable. I'm just anyway. So, yeah, things are starting to level out for this team. Uh, It's kind of what we thought. They're hovering around 500 with some streaky hitting. Um, But, unfortunately, the pitching just isn't up to the normal Guardian standard. But even through those struggles, we've managed to stay in the hunt. So that's that's nice. That's my positivity for the day. So uh, please listen, like, subscribe, follow anywhere you get your podcasts. Find us on Facebook. Search Cleveland Don't Mess It Up. On Twitter and Instagram at Don't Mess It Up and DontMessItUp.com, where you can listen and check out the CDMU merchandise shop. 
It's getting tough to watch, but as long as they keep fighting, um, things won't get keep too far out of hand. They'll turn it around. They'll be okay. Uh, so until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have fun, stay safe, and as always, Cleveland, don't mess it up. See ya.